Welcome to JNR Basketball. My name is John. I'm joined again by Ronnie. Game four of the NBA Finals just wrapped up. Final score, Golden State Warriors 107, Boston 97. The series is now tied at two. Uh, I had I had some other things going on today, and I actually didn't catch the first three quarters. Joined in That's the fourth right. quarter. Uh, I was happy to see how close of a game it was, but Ronnie... Were you able to watch the whole game? Yeah, th- this is actually a really good game. It was going back and forth, you know, changing of the leads. So it it was nice to finally see a game where it, you know it wasn't a, like a a twelve point or fifteen point lead most of the way. You know, they're they're really battling back and forth. So I I really appreciated that too. But yeah, I like the way you worded that changing of the leads like it was some <laughs> sort of ceremony. But it it almost seems <laughs> yeah. like that because there changing hasn't been the a guard. lot of those in the previous games. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll kind of tell you about the game. So well. So first quarter, Boston started off strong. Um, it was it was five to twelve in like the first few minutes of the game, and it kind of seemed like Boston was going to run away with this one right away because they they had a lead with twelve. And Golden State, they just they couldn't get it together at first, but then Golden State they found their game. They started getting they setting they started setting really good screens for each other and sticking their threes, and um, and they they just started looking good and they they started catching up. Uh, Curry he shot six threes in the first quarter. And but he only made two, <laughs> but it sure seemed like he made a lot more than that. Just those two threes that it made an impact on the game. I'll go over that a little bit more too later. Were they doing the same sort of strategy where they would they would target either Horford or or Williams, who who was giving them just a ton of space to shoot that three? Or it at times did, they were yes. The same sort um, of, okay. I, you know, honestly, I didn't look at defensively for the Celtics, like who was guarding Curry or who was it. But uh, yeah, I'll have to look closely at that. I'm, I'm not I. Th- I remember Horford being out there on Curry sometimes, though, so I, I bet they were. But yeah, well, yeah, that was extremely effective for them uh, yeah. in, in earlier games where you just give Curry a little bit of space or Thompson even a little bit of space, and they're they're gonna make you pay for it. Exactly. Uh, so just curious if they went back to that well. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to check that out on the the replay of uh, the highlights and everything. Um, Williams, he was looking fantastic. Uh, he had a, a fantastic block at the first part of the game where um, it just. It energized the whole crowd. Uh, it was Wiggins. Wiggins went up for a layup, and Williams just knocked the crap out of that ball. So that was pretty cool, and just the crowd goes wild, you know. Um, he was playing great D, just like 100% healthy. You know, he was having those injury issues, but no, he, he looked really good. And then Draymond, he he wasn't hustling. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking, but... What? <laughs> I know. I just don't get it. Like, this is the finals, but uh, every time a shot would go up, Green would just drop his arms and he would start walking away. You know, he wasn't looking to get the rebound or anything. So I, I was, I started to wonder in that first quarter. I was like, I wonder how much more helpful Green would be if he boxed out and rebounded. You know, all these missed threes that the the Warriors started missing. You know, just throughout the whole entire game. And also, Green he was putting up some horrible shots at first too, where he would just throw up the ball at the rim and instead of squaring up and shooting a high quality shot, he just would kind of. I'll just throw it at the rim, and it, it would look horrible. Uh, one of them, he got hit, he got fouled though, so it was kind of understandable on that shot. But the other shot, he started to drive it to the rim, and he just kind of threw it up, like didn't really look at the rim or anything. He just threw it at it. It was just really weird. A couple of shots like that. On the other side, Boston just played great overall. Um, there was like I couldn't see any downside to the game. Um, instead of launching threes like the Warriors were doing, they would drive it in. But they also had a good variety of shots too. They would mix in a few threes here and there, but man, they they look so good when they drive it to the hole and uh, they just going for those layups against these warriors. 
I thought Boston looks so good doing that. I, Warriors are going to have a hard time, you know, stopping them if they continue that. Uh, yeah, it's it's this series has been so back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we we've seen it with the Celtics; they have not lost two games in a row at all this playoffs. Yeah, and now we're we're here, you know, tied up at two games apiece, and it's been Boston Warriors, Boston Warriors. Mm-hmm. So. Whoever can win two games in a row, it really is either going to win the series or, or take control of the series. So right. they go back to San Francisco, and if the Warriors can win again, I, I think you know it's going to be tough to come back in Game Six. Yes, and uh, to win that game, absolutely. And Curry is so sneaky with the way he plays. I love how he he comes out and you know shoots these threes and everything. And I, I just how come I see so many players like him that are point guards getting so many rebounds. He had 10 rebounds tonight. I don't understand that. Like, that's kind of going back to, like, Draymond, you know? Like, I think it's because the big guys, they get back on defense, and the point guards get the rebounds and to pass it up the court. You know? So if a if a big guy fought for the rebound, though, he could easily out-rebound these small guys, you know, get some offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds. And then uh, if that big guy is down low getting the rebounds, if he misses that rebound... He could still get in front of the guards uh, and then prevent a long pass, too. So I, I guess I just don't understand why I'm seeing that so much in a league. Like, I remember Luca would get so many rebounds, and there, there's so many guards right now that are... Um, even Chris Paul, too. He, he got a lot of rebounds. It's just a total I change think some of play. Of that is, I think some of that is because of the just the how many three points or deep jump shots teams are taking. Mm-hmm. When those bounce off the rim, they tend to go out a little bit further than you know, off the backboard or, or a yeah. closer shot Good because there's so much power so that, you know, you're boxed out and you're going up for it, but it's just going over you. Yeah. Um, we see that a lot. Like most of the Chris Paul and Devin Booker sort of rebounds, that that was almost always the case. Very rarely were they, you know, in there fighting mm-hmm. uh, for those sort of rebounds. So I think maybe that plays a part of it. I, I, I would be interesting to watch and I'll have to kind of keep my eye on in the next game. How, how often does that happen? You know, yeah. let's say Curry, you said he had nine rebounds uh, or no, 10 rebounds tonight. Mm-hmm. How many of those were actual rebounds or just right place right time because it hit the rim hard right sort of rebounds. yeah he does seem like he kind of stays down low like he's he's there so that way whoever gets a rebound was going to pass to him because he's a point guard so he kind of he just chills there waiting for the ball you know what i mean where the big guys instead of going for the rebound they're running back on defense right away because they're kind of yeah. scared about that point guard getting the ball because the point guards would just launch it up the court you know and and get an easy two points. So I don't see the big guys down low fighting for the ball like they used to. They don't crash the boards, you know? Well, I mean, Wiggins had 16 rebounds. He was certainly down there. But yeah, he's mm-hmm. your he's your forward, not your center. It was interesting that the Warriors mixed up their starting lineup this game as well. You know, they had to do something. Uh, so Otto Porter Jr. got the start at power forward, Draymond Green at center, mm-hmm. and Kevon Looney was coming off of the bench, which... You know, I did not think they would change their starting lineup because when you look at it, well, who are you gonna who are you gonna sit? Who are you gonna right. how are you gonna do it differently? I thought they would change the rotation and maybe give Otto Porter Jr. more minutes, uh, maybe try to get Gary Payton more involved. Yeah, but yeah, they they actually did tinker with their starting lineup. Uh, you know, Otto Porter did not play a ton of minutes, just under mm-hmm. fifteen. But one of the most, you know, I only watched the fourth quarter. Uh, well, do you have some more? You have more stuff before we get to the fourth. Round? I don't want to steal your. Yeah, no, here. that's I'm fine. Yeah, so I'm. This is so. I'll, I'm just. I'm going down my list of things I, I wanted to tell you all about it. You know, so um, I. I did also like. I actually notated it here. I like seeing Looney play. He played a lot in the first half, so I, I did like just seeing him out there. You know, because I remember the previous game. It he 
only played like 15 minutes, right? It was definitely shorter than the previous game. I think yeah. it was 15, yeah. But then there was a, a bad call against him where he, he set a really good screen and then a, a Celtic ran into him. I forget who it was exactly. I think it was Brown. And then they called a foul against Looney. So I, I just, I didn't like seeing that. And the announcers even mentioned that they were like, that was a bad call, you know? So it kind of, I was like, okay, let, let's see how that sets the tone for the rest of the game, you know? Let's, let's see how the, the refs are going to call this one. Then the second quarter starts, right? Curry has an amazing, uh, that like I said earlier, he has this amazing game where he's, incredibly smart and talented where what he did this game he set the tone for the way the players guard him by knocking down some some far three-pointers in the first quarter and though they only made two or threes it felt like five and then boston felt like they had to guard him you know very closely and and real really far um away from the three-point line even you know or even uh yeah you get what i'm saying he, they just had to guard him yeah, like really closely it. you know for for those you had to stick far, to him like glue far threes yeah because he's not afraid to shoot those long if he's open and he right. has a clear path he's not afraid to shoot those yeah and then it's just it's dangerous <laughs> exactly but then curry sees the way boston makes those adjustments against him and what he did in a second was he started to drive the ball too so there was is is very interesting how he's very smart like that and um he could adjust it right away like he He'll kind of like pump fake a three, get Boston you know, on their tiptoes, and then just drives it right past him. So he's just such a, a amazing and creative player where you just you can't stop him. You know he knows exactly what he's doing. So it's great adjustments just by him personally. And there was lots of no calls for traveling where the the refs weren't calling traveling. I <laughs> yeah. Was, I mean I know that's kind of like how that is the whole entire year, but there was some big ones. One in particular was when Pritchard. He clearly traveled, and the refs ignored it, and it caused Steve Kerr to lose his mind. So the the refs gave Kerr a, a tech, and that uh, that was oh, kind of really? okay. yeah. So that was kind of weird. Um, and then there was uh, another part where Clay got caught mid step where uh, he this one they actually called Clay got caught mid step where he he stopped dribbling and nobody was open, so he went to kind of pass the ball, but he couldn't stop his forward momentum, and then he took an extra step. So they they actually luckily called that travel because i thought they weren't going to at first so that was good um it just kind of was like a, a shack of full of the moment you know where where it is just like yeah. one of those stupid moments i thought it was kind of funny um and then it's jalen brown uh, sorry to interrupt no you're quick. good jalen brown i feel like travels a lot mm -hmm. uh when he has the ball because he's very quick and he's very sort of which way am I going to go? But he does kind of hold it for a second, yep. a little bit longer, and then that little he, he makes carry. his move. Yeah, mm -hmm. we know we saw we saw John Morant do that a lot yeah. in the uh, in the playoffs as well. But it seems mm -hmm. to be there's a couple of players that get just they just get away with it, and it, yep. it literally you could probably call it on every possession. Yeah, uh, if you're really the other being picky, the other player I think that does it is Durant. He kind of has that where it, it his hand almost goes like under the ball, and you. You don't right. know if he's going to drive it or shoot it because they allow it, and it makes it really tough to guard. But they they let it go, you know. That's they're like they kind of just think oh, that's his game, so that's just how it is. But you got to call that. Yeah. I wish I want the refs to kind of tighten that up next year. I hope I I see that. But um, yeah. So and then I I thought Draymond got away with a, a travel too, but I'd really have to watch that tra that uh that one again. But just a, a lot of that stuff going on in the second quarter. And I don't, I don't know what a travel is anymore, really. You know, I mean, that's just, I don't understand why the refs don't call it. 
Well, I, I know. Uh, I, I just... don't know what a travel is. I don't know what a foul is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just all over the place. You know, the NFL had that problem where what the heck is a catch because, right. you know, it, it, it's getting to that point in basketball. There, again, jumping up ahead to the fourth quarter, there was a mm-hmm. foul on Al Horford when Curry was driving and they challenged it. And I watched the replay. I don't know if you saw the replay. I don't know what he did. It didn't. He didn't initiate contact. It was Curry that initiated contact. If that's a foul, then I legitimately – don't have a clue. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. It's it's kind of frustrating, you know, as a viewer. And I, I bet it makes a lot of people not want to watch a game anymore, too, you know. It's, it is frustrating. So anyways, and then we're going, so the, the second half, um, Boston had the lead by five points. And then Golden State starts the third quarter with a quick five points, and they tie the game right away coming out of the third. And then Boston came back, and they established their five-point lead again. So it's just back and forth, back and forth. You could tell both teams are told to start the third quarter with lots of energy, and it was great to watch. It was really fun basketball right at the beginning of the third quarter, so that was cool to see. Um, there was a great play where Marcus Smart stole the ball from Draymond Green, and as Smart was wide open for an easy dunk, I really thought that was going to trigger Draymond for a, a tech where he was just it was just going to like get him going, you know, because Marcus just showed him up, you know. <laughs> so, was, and then a couple of plays later, though. Green came back with a monster slam himself too, so that was kind of it, it. Kind of triggered him in a good way, where he actually he scored his first two points off of that in the third quarter. So, <laughs> so it was good to see Green, you know, kind of instead of getting the tech, he actually scored some points. So that's good. The, it looks like those are his only points. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I have a YouTube TV, and one of the things that it lets you do when I got home is is um, catch up, watch key plays, and, and catch up live. And I, nice. I did see both of those. I saw the smart steal. Uh, okay. With the dunk, and then I saw the Draymond. I, it might have been the next play, at least it, yeah. it, on the highlight reel. It was the next play. There might have been a few. It was close to it. Between then, yeah. but it was pretty. Yeah, and and he did the exact same thing. And I was like, well, that's that's one way to get points, <laughs> right? Um, and then there was another shack of fool moment too, where Curry he he was driving it in. He he got close to the free throw line on his drive, and then he passed it out to a corner, but nobody was there. So it was kind of kind of funny to see Curry do that, you know, for. One of the best players in the league, and the Warriors. Were... We saw him do that during the Dallas series as well, but mm-hmm. that, that was blamed on Dallas Mavericks pretending to be yes. players on the court. Yeah, but maybe maybe it's a uh, you seeing ghosts. Well, the the Warriors are not the Warriors. Um, the Celtics were wearing dark jerseys. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Warriors. They they were wearing the dark jerseys for their their away game, and I think he mistook uh, a combination of the ref and a Boston player and warmups for one ah, of his players. Okay. So it, there was kind of like a. A dark spot that kind of looked like his player, but yeah, he once he threw it, he's like crap. <laughs> he likes to do those no look passes, so he's just relying on his peripherals. And yeah, yeah I could see that yep. mistake happening. And then Boston had a great series at the end of the third, where they they had a couple of offensive rebounds, and uh, they just they yeah, Boston looks so good. I I'm so critical of the Warriors game. Like I'm always looking like like what they're doing and what Curry's doing. And then I don't even really notice like Boston how how well of a team they're just a well oiled machine you know they do everything right it seems like up until this fourth quarter <laughs> so then the fourth quarter yeah starts, it looks right? like the end of the third quarter uh, Golden State was leading by one yeah so they they won the third quarter right evaporated that lead so yeah it was a, you know the start of the fourth quarter we actually had a game and yeah. that was that was exciting to see and. Yeah, and really, Boston didn't do anything wrong. It was just they were playing good. It was just uh, the the Warriors are playing a little bit better, and uh, I can't really put my finger on it. They're just they hit a couple of good shots. 
So we'll go into the fourth quarter. Steve Kerr, do you remember last podcast where I was saying I wish he would have subbed in or subbed his players a little differently because I think he played his starters too much? Yeah. He did this exact adjustment too. So Steve Kerr, he rested his thanks starters. For listening. Thanks for listening to the podcast, yeah, Steve Kerr. Exactly, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You, you did the right thing, Steve, by listening to me, your coach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he first he gave Curry a rest, right? Then he puts him yeah, back Curry, in. Yeah, Curry looks like he had about three minutes mm-hmm. of the start of the fourth quarter. He was not in. He came in about the nine and a half minute mark, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And then he, he took, put Curry back in and then took a Thompson out. Um, and the bench players like Poole and, um, how do you say, Bajelica? He, he was in the game. I don't know how you say his name. But he, they were both in as bench players. They cl- came out playing with lots of energy and started, and strong defense. So... It was exactly what I said, you know, just just put in those bench guys. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be they're going to play as hard as they can because they know they only have like five minutes to play for you. So they're going to be out there playing their butts off, you know. But Boston, they could not miss at this time when they were subbing in these guys. They were hitting very tough shots, especially Brown. Did you start watching the game when Brown was making these shots in the fourth quarter? Yeah, Brown looked like he was having a great fourth quarter. Yeah. But then at the same time, he had an air ball at one point as well. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like. Well, yeah. And it, it went off and on. But at this time when Thompson was on the bench, he hit a very tough 15 foot fadeaway on green. And later he hit a very tough layup against Bajelica or Bell. Jellica, yeah, I think that's how you say it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it's not. But <laughs> I'll, I'll take yeah. it. And then after that, uh, once, um, you know, Brown started hitting those shots. So Kerr, Kerr put Thompson back in and took Green out. And then the game totally flip-flopped where the Warriors started, you know, dri- driving the ball and hitting every shot and the Celtics started to miss. So very interesting how, how that happened, especially when they took Green out, you know, supposedly their best defensive player. And then Boston started missing. And yeah, I wanted to talk more about that because sure. Draymond Green was on the bench during some key moments where you you would expect him to be out there and yeah. they talked about it a little bit on the broadcast where oh how brave of steve kerr to do that mm-hmm. to me it's more of is draymond just not is he over the hill and, and struggling i mean he had two points in this game and it was yeah. a dunk he had three fouls I, I texted you before the game draymond had 15 points and 15 fouls in yeah. the first three games it's with tonight's stat. performance he now has more fouls than points <laughs> right um this is the NBA Finals. You you got to get more production out of it, out of your starters. Out of he played thirty three minutes in this game with two points and eight rebounds, nine well, rebounds. You, okay, I, so the, I, you just need more from him. I think the thing to that though is you you look at some of these players and they they have a big impact on the game defensively. Um, take PJ Tucker for example. He he kind of has like Draymond Green stats, you know, where he doesn't score many points, but he's so impactful on defense. He's worth keeping out there. And he could find the open players, too. He's a good passer, like Green, you know, where Green normally has high assists. How many assists did Green have this game? Did you did you take a look at that yet? I didn't take a look at that yet. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You win this round. He has eight. He had eight assists and four steals. So that's, okay, yeah. you know. So he, he does make up for it defensively and, you know, getting the players open, you know, finding the open player, I should say, because they usually get themselves open with their you know, um, screens and everything. But yeah, so that's something I notated here. So Kerr called a timeout with about 3.15 to go. Took Green out for more offense. He needed the offensive play- power. And right. then he was left with two timeouts left. I, I kind of was thought that was weird that he would do that. You know, Usually you want to keep your timeouts towards the end. But then the Warriors, they, they made their shot in that possession. And then there was a stoppage in play where they were able to put Green right back in to play defense. So it, it worked out perfectly. 
how does Kerr do that? That was amazing. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was very effective, and I think that ultimately was the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Is at that point it was super close, and they were exchanging baskets. Yeah, and with three it, I minutes, think it was yeah. I, I think it was the chess playing of Steve Kerr that yeah it, ultimately won them that game. Yeah, it was great coaching and great substitution by Kerr. Just like I told him to do, so I'm glad he listened to me. <laughs> and then something magical happened too. Draymond Green went for an offensive rebound. He had done this like the whole entire game. He was putting his arms down and just walking away for the ball. He went. He got the rebound. After he got it, he passed it to Looney for another two points. See what happens when you listen to me. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Good job, Green. Dr- Draymond Green had five offensive rebounds. Uh, so he had more offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. Those second chance points are are huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look up and see what that do they have those? I think I wonder what if Kerr said anything to him like in the fourth quarter because I didn't see any offensive rebounds from him from the the first half. I was keeping yeah. an, a, the best eye I could on it, you know. But uh, I did see he had that rebound that I just mentioned, and he did have one right at the very end of the game too. So there was two of them right there. I wonder where the other three came from. And I also wonder, of his eight assists, were all of those off of offensive rebounds? So mm-hmm. it's interesting Interesting if, if that's true. But uh, yeah, he he went one for seven for 14 points. And the, you know, the one field goal he made was a slam dunk. So yeah. he's not shooting very well. No. And yeah, like I said, he just chucked those shots up. They, they were ugly shots. I thought it was interesting late in the game for the Celtics that they were kind of switching between either Horford or Robert Williams so that they could keep Derek White in the game mm-hmm. because Derek White had been playing so well. And he had another good game, 16 points, uh, but he he's just his shooting wasn't dialed in tonight like it yeah. has been in the past couple of games. Right. Uh, did something happen to Grant Williams? He played for 12 and a half minutes. I don't think I saw him in the fourth quarter at all. I don't understand why they took him out. I did notice that where, well, he had a good first half. But yeah, they just, I think that uh, Williams was doing such a good job that they, they didn't, well, I don't know. I, th- I don't think you mainly sub those. I don't think you sub out Williams for. If you go small, you could put, you could put uh, Grant Williams in. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, for Grant Williams but, for, uh, what's his name? Robert Williams. I don't think you. Yeah, take... normally you'll have Al Horford play yeah. the center position then. But yeah, Robert was, he was rebounding the ball like crazy and he was, he was playing excellent D. He had huge blocks. So I, I don't know why you would take him out you know and put grant in i don't know yeah i'm not sure the other thing that confused me just looking at the stat line al horford went two for six he didn't take any shots that weren't three-point attempts every shot he took was from the three-point oh, yeah. three-point line good catch and i just i don't i guess he took one he was fouled on because he hit two three throws but i just i feel like there's probably better shot selection mm-hmm. there might be different people you want taking those shots yeah what did he do that he did that first game where he played excellent but he he really hasn't done anything since you know that's like either the warriors are shutting him down or he's just not playing like he did the first game maybe he's hurt curry though how about i thought he i thought he had a good game three i'm gonna try to look it up real quick okay quick he had a miserable game two yeah i think he scored two points him and marcus martin i think both scored just two points in game two in game three, he scored 11, uh, so a little bit better, but he was taking shots that weren't three-point shots. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, that's good. 
all of these Warriors, though, I mean, Curry, 43 points, 10 rebounds. He just, he could not be 43 stopped. points. <laughs> yeah. So ridiculous. Is, is Steph Curry in the conversation for the top 10 players of all time? I think he's in the conversation for top five, actually. So you, that's that's going to make a lot of people mad because there's a lot of old timers in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? but they there's they were saying from what I was watching, you know, if he wins this championship, then he's in a conversation for a top five. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of when, when I heard that, I, I thought that one. was interesting, but I I could see that. I mean, he's broken so many records, and he's just a he does everything. I mean. Ten rebounds on a point card. That's excellent. He had he only... so I, I pulled up a list of top ten players. Let's just go through them real quick yeah. to see if you think Curry's above or below. So I'm going to go. Oh, I'll okay. start at number one because that'll that'll be probably an instant no. Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's below him. Is he? Is he he's below him. Okay. <laughs> Le, LeBron James. Uh... <laughs> uh, boy, you know the the pace that Curry's going. If you think about it, like, you know, what, I'll say LeBron is it, it's that's that's conversational. I don't know. I'm going to say LeBron's okay. higher than I would him, say LeBron's higher. I, I, I would say LeBron's higher. Yeah, I think you could make an it's, argument. I think you could make an argument as well. I think you'd lose that argument today. But mm-hmm. let's see if, if, if Steph wins another one. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think Steph is below him. Uh, Magic Johnson. Probably. I would I would say Steph is below him. That's uh, this is where it starts to get tough. A little hairy. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Uh, I I would say Steph Curry is better than Kobe. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Steph Curry, because he could shoot Larry free throws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I Larry think, Bird. Yeah, you think, I, you I think Steph's ahead of Larry Bird. I think Bird. Curry is a top okay. five player. Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Tim Tim Duncan. I've never seen him on the top ten <laughs> list before. Well, yeah, <laughs> he, he was an excellent center for like almost twenty years, and he won so many championships. So yeah, Tim Duncan should be up there. He brought home five NBA championships. Yeah, all defensive team selections. Okay, I I this is a weird list. I don't know if I agree with the order on this, but Steph Curry is really really good. He doesn't get the same respect. That Jordan and LeBron and, and Kobe get most of the time. Uh, so interesting conversation. Obviously, we'll see what happens with this series to see if he wins it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the series is two two. It's gonna be whoever can win the next two out of three. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it when it gets to that. There's no, you know, there's no three one or three zero hole you got to climb out of. It's basically just the best of three series at this point. Uh, the Warriors have two games at home compared to Boston's one game at home. So I think at this point, they probably have the advantage. If you're going to place a bet on Draymond Green to score oh, like an over or under of two and a half points, what would you bet on? Oh, <laughs> I would bet the over on two and a yeah. half. Where, where, what would be your changing point? What if it was four and a half points? Uh, four and a half, I would probably... Oh. I, that's probably as high as I'd go. I'd, I would take the over, but I would, if you change it to five and a half, I'm taking the under. Yeah, the the ones that they've been doing have been uh, Draymond Green points plus assists plus rebounds because mm. that's a little bit more tricky. So he had nine rebounds, eight assists. That's seventeen plus two points, so nineteen. So would you take over under of nineteen and a half for 
those three categories summed up. Yeah, this is a pretty good game for him. I'd probably good. take the under most of the time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of, I just always, I have a tendency to always bet the overs whenever I see any stats. I'm just like, this player is going to go off this, this night, you know, but I, yeah. I suck at over and unders. I need to pick the unders more too. often. I, I did the one where it was both Tatum and uh, Curry would have over 29 and a half. And I think they finished at 28 and 29 respectively. And it's like, ah, mm-hmm. yep. so close. <laughs> no, I hate those. It's like those parlays. If you bet a parlay, you're always going to miss that one leg, you know? Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for listening. This, like I said, the this series is tied up at two. Game five, shifting back to San Francisco. That is going to be Monday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Join us after the final buzzer uh, and get our recap of the game. So thanks for listening, guys. This has been a special JNR Basketball Overtime Edition. See you next time. Good night, guys.